Yo, this is Ace. Yo, this is D. And we're at the kickback. What's good, bro? What's good, man? Just chilling. Yeah, trying to get this uh, audio right still or whatnot, but um, I think we're going to get it. I'm pretty excited. I think uh, the podcast still coming together. I hear good things about it from from the homies, so um, I was going to say, going to tell people about your uh or you gotta tell me like about the diamond thing you achieved on street uh, fighter gotcha so basically in like most games that are like competitive they have like a ranking system for the most part right um diamond is like in the upper tier so gotcha like when you go to like it starts off at bronze and it goes silver gold platinum diamond and then uh master and then there's like warlord as the best rank right yeah. so there's like in between those major ranks there's like sub ranks so uh, i haven't really played ranked since season two so it was like two years ago so now that i've been streaming a lot more i wanted to kind of start showing people a grind for uh warlord so yesterday or a couple days ago um i went from diamond to super diamond which is like probably the hardest part to level up in and then once you get past that it's like a little easier um so yeah that's what i got and hopefully one of these days i can get up to warlord because i want to be the highest ranked player for my character but in order to do that i have to play more ranked matches so uh yeah you still play big deal yeah you still play cammy right yeah, yeah. So I've messed around with a few other characters, but I think I'm going to keep playing Cammy. Got you, yeah. Because I still remember you playing with Cammy on, like, four. Yeah, wow. yeah. She's, like, usually if she's in the game, that's usually the character I'm playing. So, Got you. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, well, congrats. Oh, thank you. Yeah, man. Um, I was going to talk about this uh, ASAP show we went to. That uh, yeah. made yeah. me like the album a little bit more than what I did. So, so yeah, I was yeah. gonna say because realistically, I think that the testing album. I know a lot of people didn't like it initially when it came out, but I think that with Rocky in general, that he's a lot more experimental with his albums, which is the opposite of what most people do. So sometimes you have to let the album play for a while, and you have to come back to it. But I do think that testing is probably one of his better albums for sure. And then seeing the live show kind of it made it more sense. So Yeah, I I guess take it into account of uh the different unconventional sounds he's trying to do or the mashups or whatnot for the production. Um I don't know, I mean still I think uh Rocky, obviously, I don't think like all oh, his focus is in rap anymore. But uh, just for somebody that started out, like that, I put on like a super high pedestal. Um, I feel like the substance. I mean, maybe he's just not that kind of rapper. I feel like it's always uh, it was always style over substance for him and it's still it's still that way where the music or the charisma 
like sounds good or is cool you know you know what i'm saying even the aesthetics of the the show like the transitions uh, that we were talking about um the cars he got from like mercedes benz apparently because he's uh i guess he's sponsored by them i learned that in his uh interview yeah um i didn't know that whenever i saw the show so that part of it i thought was actually pretty cool too yeah and the like the crash dummy stuff i mean all all that i mean it it looks good and if what i was saying before it's always a for him a style or substance not saying that he's he can't put a, a good song together but just the for like an album's sake I say I think it's safe to say for me like he has like that one classic project and it's that very first mixtape that he put out. Right, and I am in the same boat. I think that the first project he put out was probably my favorite. It also could have been just a timing thing of like when the album came out and kind of the yeah. sound that he was going for. However, um, I think that a lot of people grew out of that sound, and I think for him to be relevant he would have to kind of experiment or kind of uh, create a brand in something else um, which I feel like in testing he kind of got down like testing and then the uh, the last project I can't remember the name um, it's but, like roughly the, all his projects except for testing are like roughly the same they always get them mixed up yeah so I think I think Rocky's more of like a produced talent and what I mean by that is um, it's more so not necessarily like the bars I feel like rappers these days kind of fit different niches and everything so I think with Rocky it's not necessarily about like trying to be the most creative flow wise or do anything like that I think that he's trying to take the route where he's trying to kind of create like a the ideal package so like he has the fashion stuff going he has the music going the asap stuff you know he has a bunch of different side projects going on at one time and you can see that all of these little projects that he works on in his spare time it spills back into his music so even like with maybe some of the sounds that he experiments with or some of the designs and the stage that he goes with, I feel like all of that kind of plays into the ASAP Rocky brand, quote unquote. And that's why people like him is because he's just kind of like a regular guy who's into like a bunch of cool shit and he's like a cool guy, which I think is fine. But I think whenever people are trying to like listen to him that don't listen to him all the time, they're trying to put him against Kendrick and J. Cole because they came out around the same time and I feel yeah. like that's not necessarily fair because they're they're not even going for the same niche. So oh, very true. I was and I um I said this in my write up I did for Chunky Glasses. Um and there's also pictures out there so if you go to chunkyglasses.com I got a write up and uh, some photos I took of the show, but um, I was saying like he kind of em- embodied like what the internet could do as far as like regionless like sounds, like right. 
yeah, you know, exactly. which was pretty, which was pretty cool at the time. Seeing like a New York, a New York guy just embodying the the Houston sound, which was, I mean, it was really weird at the time, and that's what the blog era like kind of brought out was a whole bunch of weird shit, but just uh, it was different. And I guess, like you were saying, he had to find something else because it did kind of the he uh, couldn't run with that the whole time. A lot of people were trying to attack that wave too. So it, I think, Rocky might have been a, one of the first to bat at a larger scale with trying to do that and not actually being from Texas. But then it got to a point where everybody was like, "Oh, I'm influenced by UGK. I'm influenced by Three Six. Even though Three Six is not from Texas, but." the some of the sounds ended up blending together no, and it similar. just sounded like the same thing after a while and it was basically realistically kind of the precursor to what we call soundcloud rap like soundcloud rap has evolved beyond that but in the earlier stages it was um kind of like a lot of raider clan or raider clan alikes and then you had a lot of people experimenting with like that three six like the dj paul production like uh, instrumentation and then some of the stuff you would see from like a texas-based producer so um i think just for him to continue to stand out he would need he would have needed to rebrand at some point anyway but uh i did it was kind of a rocky transition but i think he's on good footing now like i think if you were to put out another album maybe in the next two years i think that album would be pretty decent too oh yeah and it's hard to stay like relevant for as long. Yeah, especially as, uh, now. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, definitely. So I mean, him being eight, nine years in, whatever it is, is was pretty good. So mm. I don't got no complaints about Rocky. I'll uh, I won't, I won't be, I won't be so hard on him, on him no more. Yeah, but, but uh, I do like, I feel like it all come comes together. Like, the whole story of, like, Rocky and ASAP and all that stuff. It, it, it came together for me whenever I saw that show, for sure. Because now I see, even though, like, everything he might not, everything he might do may not be the most original all the time. But I feel like um, sometimes you can take something that's not original and still fuck it up, right? So, but I think that he executed a lot of the stuff that he does well. And the show is kind of a, a tribute to that. Like, I didn't even know kind of like what you were talking about because I actually listened to that interview like a few days ago. But I didn't know he was sponsored by Mercedes-Benz. And that's a bag right there for them to sponsor him and then him to use those cars in his stage setup. Like, that's kind of like a new element to it because I don't think Travis was sponsored by anything in particular or Kanye was sponsored by anything in particular when they were making the stage that's itself. So mm-hmm. I think that's like another element that artists didn't even think about. And especially like I think he learned a lot of it from Frank about how to how to kind of increase the bag. Um, I think that even though like we said he's not always the most original, but I think he's he's quite intelligent. He knows what he's doing. Nah, yeah, he's definitely like laying out the blueprint as to how to pull uh different streams of revenue or just you know embodying what you can can do creatively 
like in all facets wherever it is so mm-hmm. i gotta give them that um you saw the the fire fest doc one of them right no actually i haven't oh you did a, yeah so oh. i've seen like clips of it on twitter but i just haven't sat down to watch the whole thing um well i mean i'll say i seen uh i watched both of them uh i think the hulu one is it's is less formal than the netflix one it's i don't know it's a, it's a little bit weird i mean both of them they have uh they pretty much go the same direction they have a I mean, both of the, it's the same story, but they have some of the same perspectives. Um, mm. Main difference between the Hulu and the Netflix one is the Hulu one has a. They're interviewing uh, the entrepreneur, the one that wanted to do it. Uh, his name's Billy. Uh, he acts. He's actually like a con artist, scam artist, or whatever. But they actually interview him, um, whereas. In the Netflix one, they interview um, people from his uh, fire company. They get uh, like the this, staff. And yeah, work well, yeah. Okay. It was I, I didn't know, but the uh, so the fire festival was supposed to really launch this app, um, which was a fire app, which is pretty much uh, Tinder for like famous people but for like reg for you know your average person to put a yeah to put a bid out so they can come like make an appearance you know so that, that was pretty much what fire festival was supposed to launch but i mean it failed so and i don't i don't remember if uh if the people that the app they're still trying to do it i know there's a scene in the Netflix one where there's an interview where, ja, where it's Ja Rule and like the developers of the, the app and he's trying to say oh it wasn't fraud it was like false advertising or something like that but the people at the app didn't really know anything that was going on with the festival mm. so I mean it was it was I don't know it, it was just crazy like how so, far the Billy guy went because he was pretty much like saying he had the island saying he had this amount of money saying he had that but he really didn't and then he would do the shady shit to do it You, should, I mean I'm sure you'll watch it soon but right and yeah. you can feel free to go full spoilers but like the Billy guy right so he's yeah. been known to just been doing a bunch of shady shit in the past right so like he's had history and people were still willing to put money into this guy i find that interesting yeah it's like you um i guess people gravitated towards his uh like energy or how open he was to like try to do well you want to do stuff his way but pretty much for like example right he would uh what was he doing? He would say he had like tickets to like these exclusive events or whatnot. And mm-hmm. uh like the fucking Met Gala, which you can't even buy tickets to. Like he said he had tickets to that. So then somebody would pay 
And then he would do the next thing, which he would say, oh, I have tickets to Beyonce. But then he would use, if he, um, if he couldn't find the tickets for um, Beyonce, he would buy them like for an outrageous price on like a StubHub or eBay. So he would get that ticket, give it, get it to the person, and then he would do the next thing. And he would use that. He would just keep using money. He sounds that like he a bad StockX reseller. Yeah, that's, pretty that's much. Like yeah. So <laughs> what the fuck? Like he was doing shit. Like uh, he would say he sold out of like one of the packages at uh the fire festival, but then he would have like another package that was like twenty five grand or some shit, because he had to pay somebody money. Like it's just it's super shady, but I mean honestly, yeah, I think it was a a great concept. Obviously, a great um, media, like the way they promoted it. Um, it was like blueprint to how you want to get your get the word out about an event, but um, mm-hmm. definitely rushed definitely like too good to be true and then just doing something like that out in the bahamas is like crazy like because they i mean it's an island like there's no infrastructure there at all so so yeah when i think about that right i don't know if you ever because that ironically so i i didn't look at the fire fest documentaries i didn't know there was more than one one two uh, I just happened to be looking into Woodstock 99, so I didn't really know a whole bunch about Woodstock 99, but kind of like the similar... They mentioned that. They mentioned that in there, too. Oh, uh, yeah, Woodstock, I wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, because like, uh, that shit was a catastrophe. I was like, because I was looking at it from the outside, because obviously I was like too young to remember what was actually going on in that year, so whenever I was reading articles of what was happening, I was like, yo, this is some like concentration camp type shit. Like the fact that there's like 400,000 people out in the middle of basically nowhere. So, I mean, they're, I think they were like in what Rome, New York or something like that. But it was like, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 you're good. Oh, I was going to say, cause like there was not like, there was even a situation where like the, a guy had passed out and they were so far from like a hospital and they didn't have like the right doctors and all this other stuff and there became a whole bunch of complications and that guy eventually died because Damn. they misdiagnosed him so like i'm thinking about that right and that situation was like way more controlled than what they were trying to do with firefest like you're putting somebody like on islands which like if you had to go to a hospital you'd have to actually get on a plane to fly somewhere like i just i'm thinking all of the worst case scenarios like there's no way that shit was gonna go no yeah yeah it was like and then the doc both docs say like say like the worst things pretty much happened like the night before the festival it rained and the hurricane tents that they were using which weren't they were supposed to be like luxurious like tents or whatever but uh yeah those things like the hurricane tents like they pretty much they got all wet the mattresses got wet and then these people came it, it, i don't know it's like very shitty planning 
and but the I think the the worst part about it all was that they knew that not even just I mean Billy the Billy guy not even Jabra but even like the staff people like they knew like this shit wasn't gonna go down like it it wasn't gonna be successful at all but they still did even like one artist show up because they had a pretty deep lineup but like yeah that's what I thought I was like nobody showed up to this they like I think they all they pretty much all canceled before um that has to be so wild like could you imagine like because obviously a lot of the people who are on that list they probably know each other so they're like hey are you going to this fire festival thing they're like fuck no it's just sounds crazy <laughs> sus and then everybody's just canceling all at the same time like how how often does that happen where the whole bill cancels oh and there's a catastrophe it's like crazy i mean even the kendall jenner thing like it was weird like they had so they paid her billy got paid her like 250 grand to put like an instagram post up right Mm -hmm. and then she announced that her quote-unquote good music family is going to be there and i'm like that's actually how i don't even yeah like how i don't know how she could speak for that like how could she could speak for that it was like a lot of false advertisement and i don't even like if i saw ja rule was like backing something i would be super skeptical about it right especially something at such a large scale and we haven't heard from ja rule in like forever like don't get me wrong i really want like everybody to win and i want this to be like a maybe that secret venture that maybe ja rule should have been doing festival planning and all this other stuff like maybe that's his back but the fact that it just happened out of nowhere it just leads me to be a little skeptical it would be different if it was like year two or three and it has like a bit of um, like a track record I think if they would have started this smaller like if they would have just started this as a regular festival I think they would have been fine and then like maybe year three or four or five then put it on the island but even then I feel like that's probably sus too maybe it's better that it happened this way because could you imagine like 250 like i don't know like what coachella's numbers are like on the average but could you imagine like that amount of people just being stranded on an island and then there's like a fucking hurricane and nobody can get off the island nobody can get medical attention food as well it would turn into like one of those crazy ass survival shows no yeah definitely and they i mean they showed like those people that got to the island and shit like that and they had to cut people off from coming there. Um, it was pretty much like a free-for-all when they were going to find their tents and stuff like that. Um, you know, it, they started planning it like in like January and the and the, the festival was supposed to go in April. So it was, I don't know. No. They were really selling, they were just selling a dream. It was pretty bad. Yeah, anytime I see a festival that's planned or even like um i don't know like smaller festivals if i see them pop up within and they're actually like launching within like six months then i'm already skeptical so yeah definitely that's wild yeah bro uh i don't know maybe somebody can figure it out but i think it would like if 
that were to be done by more credible people, I think that concept would be interesting. But at the same time, if you're selling twenty five thousand or twenty five hundred dollar packages, I'm pretty sure I'm not going. But so. these people, they were buying them though, like they, right? You know, I'm just saying that's like a very different. There's a very yeah. different demographic that would be going to that. So oh, realistically, yeah. That's like, yeah. It's like, uh, like the, the kids you gotta go be to connected, yeah. yeah. Follow the Travis shows and then just sit there on their phones, like those those type. Yeah, those type that I don't want to be around. Yeah, but, but yeah, man. I was gonna say, uh, so I just I just started. I finally started watching. It's my hero. Academia. Have you finished it? Yeah, so I'm all caught up. So really yeah. quick disclaimer for people who may not know, My Hero Academia is like probably like the next big anime. So like in the past we've had like Naruto and like One Piece, Dragon Ball Z, blah, blah, blah. So like My Hero Academia is the next big what's called shonen anime, which is like um, created the in shot. the same vein. Yeah. yeah. So like the guy, the guy who actually made that show is like our age. So he's like, I don't even think he's thirty yet. Wow. And he's like, uh, when they're asking him like, hey, what is your inspiration? He's like, oh, I grew up watching Naruto, and I just wanted to make some really dope anime. So then he came up with My Hero because he was also into Marvel, which being from Japan, that's like, I don't know how common that is, but um, he just kind of meshed like his two favorite things together, and that's kind of how My Hero happened. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I can. Yeah, I was gonna say I can definitely see, um, like parallels to Naruto, mm. just with the the main character. Um, uh, actually, you know, back up. Them starting pretty much, they start in school, and I'm assuming they get trained up, and then they go out on their own, uh, right. on their own teams or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, him and his rival. Even though they're not really like friends, I guess for what I can see, because I'm only on episode five. But they, mm-hmm. uh, them growing up, they grew up together. Um, now, I mean, I, I see a lot of, I saw a lot of parallels from that uh, for Naruto. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I mean, I like it because like Izuku, he didn't start out with like anything. Oh, you said Zeku. Like, you're talking about the main character. Or, yeah, De- or Deku, or yeah, that's a superhero name. Yeah, yeah. his real name is Izuku, right? Uh, no, I think you're. Uh, his his name is Deku, like D E K U, is like what they call him. But I forgot what his like actual name is because that's like just what everybody calls him. Okay, Deku. Uh, uh, I'll stick to Deku, but um, are you looking out too? Izuku, yeah. Yeah, Midoriya is, it, is his last name. But. Yeah, Midoriya. All right, yeah. So, yeah, no, nah, it doesn't start out with a uh, quirk, which is pretty much like a super superpower. Um, and just works really hard. Really, it's, it's really inspiring. I don't know. I was like, damn, this is... This is something I would probably... I could probably watch for, like, a while, even though I'm on episode five. Mm-hmm. And I just want to see like what other powers he gets because I'm, I'm pretty sure he develops some other stuff. And then I mm-hmm. like the the art, even the animation too. 
even uh what's his name um like all might pretty much the, the what what can i compare him to um i would say all might's kind of like almost like captain america mixed with superman or yeah yeah it's probably the best way i would describe him so he's like uh all of his attacks are named after like american states and uh um, mm-hmm. like he has like the red white and blue he's he has blonde hair blue eyes well you can't always see his eyes but he's uh he's made to look like your typical american um you know what his artwork reminds me of though mm-hmm. what was that what was that uh the nintendo the gamecube game of the the small like superhero you know what i'm talking mm-hmm. about no Damn, I gotta get this name real quick. There's a, but I'll get it in a little bit. But just like how his uh, like his face is like shadowed. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty. Yeah. mm -hmm. That was pretty cool too. I'm just I I like the animation on it too. Yeah, and the studio that does the animation for this anime is like a really well known studio so they always do pretty good uh animes usually like an anime if you see a certain studio attached to a project you already know it's going to be good so this was kind of like another one of those so but there's only um that's what it is no he's definitely inspired beautiful beautiful joe beautiful oh, joe gotcha gotcha yeah and, and he has like the even though it's his hair like his uh Helmet has like the two, I don't know what you want to call it, like horns. Beautiful Joe has the two horns going like. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of, that's the same. Have you and that makes it? sense too, because yeah. uh, Beautiful Joe is really popular because it's a Capcom game. So it's like really, it was really popular in Japan too. So that makes sense. Yeah, that's what, that's, I was like, damn, I think I've seen this before. But nah, um, there's only three seasons right now, right? Uh, Yeah. So I think most of them have like 24 to 26 episodes a piece. So, but once you start watching them, you'll burn through them pretty quickly. Um, The only reason why I felt like it took me so long to get to season three is because I was watching it on a weekly basis. But um, I don't know, usually when like an anime is good, you know how people get when they like binge a Netflix show, like I'll knock Mm -hmm. out a whole anime and like. I don't know, maybe like a couple of days, and that—that's me taking my time. So I feel like the same might happen to you. Like if you, because you you watched the first couple episodes today, or um, like Saturday and Sunday, I did. Uh so like, like uh, yeah, 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 like this weekend. Mm-hmm. So you'll be because right now in this, the beginning of season one, it's still kind of slow. Like they'll they'll show you some like pretty hype moments, but there's a certain couple of key events that will happen without the throughout the first season and once those happen you'll be like nah i need to just sit here and like walk, consume all of these episodes like right away so gotcha i was gonna say uh oh i was it wasn't even about the show really but the funimation app is like trash on playstation oh like yeah super trash try that yeah i think that Pretty much all of the apps on like a console are trash. Like uh, it's the same way on PlayStation and Xbox and all the other stuff. So I just watch it on my PC. Yeah, that's what I'm probably gonna do because 
This shit kept fucking up. But yeah, um, he's, does he uh, does he does he get other like powers, or I mm. guess he, or you want to spoil it? Yeah, so I I don't want to spoil it, uh, okay. but you could probably tell by watching the intro that he he does yeah. get an ability at some point. Um, one thing I think you'll like about this anime, especially because you've shown interest in like the Marvel universe is that each of the characters are pretty unique for the most part. And that's one of the things that I think a lot of people like about this show is like a lot of times you'll watch an anime and there's like a certain archetype of character that they all do the same thing. They have the same type of powers where in this show it's a little different and all of the powers are a bit more unique. So some people have abilities that are actually fucking useless. And that's kind of like the cool thing about it is that not everybody's doing like really ridiculous shit like in Dragon Ball, right? Yeah. Like everybody is like, well, minus a few people. Everybody is like pretty much just getting dumb strong and just they're just kind of like breaking the ceiling all the time, which that's needs to happen to make the show interesting. But after a while, it's just like, damn, can you guys do another thing? But um, I was I was gonna yeah. say that I like how the characters um, are cognizant of what they can do and mm. their weaknesses. Even like um, Deku, he's like in the first episodes when he's training, he's like, uh, you know, I don't know how to control it, so I'm gonna just throw this ball super far with my finger. Like, right. you know, but he breaks his finger. But I don't know. I, I just like how uh, how cognizant they are of what of what they can do. And they, I did see that they have a Avengers My Hero collab, like a crossover thing. Yeah, yeah. If you I remember did that see that, ago. so mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah. and it's kind of like one of the things that. I think reminds me of Naruto the most, especially in the beginning, because like in the beginning, it was mostly about developing the characters, and the quickest way to do that is to put a group of characters together, and then have them work together as a team, right? So like in the yeah. beginning of Naruto, they were doing their exams, and they were on teams of three or whatever, and they had their teacher. And I feel like you just remember the characters by their teams and who they're associated with. And that's mm-hmm. kind of the same thing that they do with My Hero. Um, but because the characters themselves are so well done, even some of the characters that are more tertiary, like everybody who watches this show has like specific characters that they're really attached to. So mm-hmm. um, I think they do an amazing job of that. Like anybody who even is like kind of into anime or doesn't watch anime at all i would always recommend this show because i feel like it does a good job of being relatable outside of just being an anime yeah i was just say it's definitely uh accessible like i'll probably recommend it to my homies my folks my girlfriend stuff like that so yeah i'm mm-hmm. excited to see what uh what happens and hopefully they you know uh, once I get to season three, hopefully I see. Yeah, this can keep going for a while. Yeah. So, like, I think honestly, like, if you once you get to season three, you're probably gonna have kind of like how we have like Marvel episodes. You'll probably have like my hero episodes. It's like 
almost because obviously there's not that much built out to it because it's still like a newer series but it still has like a lot of the same it gets you pretty hype so uh but do you have i think you could kind of answer this but i just want to see do you have like a favorite character or characters um i don't think i mean obviously i like deku but um Mm -hmm. i haven't really uh, like they've only really touched on like deku um the girl the the fast dude i keep forgetting his name or i can't really remember their names yet i know mm. they you know their names i know when they're like they introduce uh when they were doing like intros in the, the one episode they would do like their whole name but i'm not really at the point where I, like i like it I gets easier once yet. they get like their superhero names then it becomes yeah. a little easier to keep track of. Yeah, um, it's just like they're yeah, it's like their government. I am like I'm not gonna remember that. And there's a whole mm-hmm. bunch of Japanese letters around, so you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, nah, I'm not at the point where I have a favorite character yet. Do you? Is there one? Um, I'm not even sure if the character showed up yet because uh, I'm not sure how deep they went in in episode five yet. Um, I'm like at the part pretty much. I'm at the part where. Uh, um, they're in All Might's class and they do like a simulation and it's uh and they're like in a building and it's uh, oh man De- yeah it's Deku and the girl and then it's uh I forgot the dude the, the, his rival and in, in the fast uh, in the Bakugo. fast guy yeah. yeah so Bakugo's pretty dope I like Deku just because before he got his ability he was just like obsessed he's just a fan of heroes he was like analyzing shit like he was like writing all these notes like yeah yeah that was dope so i think that it's kind of like a cool part about him i don't know i don't i think it's kind of hard to have a favorite um Hmm. i like bakugo a lot though because but sometimes like bakugo is high key like stressing me out because he's always like so on edge of like yo just chill out dude yeah so that yeah that's the 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 fast guy right no bakugo is the uh, dude with the explosions that's the one that uh deku's like yeah you're like my best friend right he's like no you're not my best friend but really they are yeah he's that's basically like his sasuke but yeah in this game in this uh anime yeah he it's just like uh seem like he always like on a bean like he, I don't know like he just don't want to chill out I think uh I can understand especially because he's just like so competitive to the point where like he sees Deku right and he's just he just really seems nonchalant about a lot of stuff and he just seems helpless so to him he's like damn why are you even trying to be a hero you know like it gets real out here and i'm trying to be the best like i'm trying to be number one right so like i think he just he just i think both deku and bakugo have similar goals right but bakugo just takes it like way more serious to the point where it's like it almost makes him like anti-social and i think that's why he does what he does so i think it fits his it fits his uh like quirk too I think that's one thing they do really well on this show too is like the quirks that the characters have are built around like their personality 
So, um, I think Bakugo is one of my favorites. Also, like, I don't know if you got there. Yeah, no, if you're if you're at this part, you just probably seen her. There's this girl. She can uh, materialize whatever she wants by like pulling off a part of her or skin or part of her body. So she can like build whatever she wants. Um, but I think the catch Damn. is like she can only do it so many times. But like some of the abilities in the show are like kind of insane. And then the dude with the electricity, he's like funny, of course, but. Uh, like whenever he does like a, he uses like a lot of electricity he turns into like a potato basically like he just I don't know he's not even like I don't know how to describe it but yeah there's I just I just like this anime a lot so it's kind of hard to pick yeah, one no. favorite make sure if you're in an anime check out this like and if you are a fan of say Marvel I mean Marvel it's a I would pretty, say that. Yeah. You know, I think it's pretty accessible. It's not like no, um, I don't know. I don't even know what. There's just some animes where, you're like, I feel like you have to be, like, it's not like Dragon Ball Z where, like, anybody can watch it. Like, you, I don't know. The, the storyline is pretty, uh, I think it's easy to digest. Yeah. It's easy to, um, di- yeah. Mm-hmm. Easy to digest. You can, you're seeing, like, a, a kid and pretty much growing up and achieving what I mean achieving his dream or whatever which is I mean it's pretty simple but it's really entertaining at the same time it's not, I think I think yeah. they do a good job about making Deku really likable too so like when you watch a lot of main characters I know one of the hardest characters for people to like initially well two one is I've never watched... I never could get far in Fairy Tale, but the main character in that show is, like, nobody really likes him like that. And then, like, Naruto, in the beginning, especially if you started off watching the dub instead of, like, the sub or reading the manga or whatever, um, Naruto's kind of, like, a hard character to get acquainted to. But, like, Deku is a character where you kind of just like him right off the bat because I think everybody can relate to being really passionate about something. Like, in this case, Deku just wants to be a hero, even though he was born quirkless. Um, Everybody can relate to being really passionate about something, but just being, like, complete ass. But the fact that he's ass uh, and doesn't have a quirk, it doesn't actually stop him from trying to be a hero. And the fact that he gets accepted into a hero school without an ability is, like, kind of amazing all on its own. So I think that... Yeah, just I think that okay. part alone, it just I think it's really relatable versus like, oh, we're just fighting this alien thing. Okay, we've killed it. Now we got to go fight another alien thing. I think that this anime is timed really well too, because everybody likes the Marvel shit, right? But this is like the same thing, but in anime form. So I don't know. I I think this anime has the potential to be like. I wouldn't say bigger than like Naruto or Dragon Ball Z but it could probably sit next to next to some of those anime which is still pretty I mean in the sea of animes it's pretty impressive so especially now and early still early on you know so Mm -hmm. I think also I like it because it's like 
even though I don't know this guy, right? The guy who made it, I feel like he's like, like one of us. Like I feel like we grew up together because obviously we like the same things, but we don't even speak the same language. So it's like I want him to win too, just because he's like from our generation where we've been watching stuff from like people who are older than us for so long. Mm-hmm. So I think that's part of it too. But yeah, I honestly because. I'm gonna be real. Since you're on episode five, I didn't realize that they were doing the simulation. That part is actually really fire. So once they finish that, you're gonna, I think, because you're like casually watching it now. But once you finish this arc, you're gonna like start watching like three, four episodes like a night if you're not already doing that. Like this, like there's a, without spoiling it there's some stuff that happens and you're just like you get to really see some of these characters like blossom and some of the potential of this anime like it just bro i can't wait so next next week or next time we do our episode like just finish out the rest of this season and then i want to kind of see what you think about it at that point real quick um mm-hmm. appreciate everybody you know listening thus far um subscribe if you haven't and give us a uh Give us some feedback. We don't gotta be in the actual uh, podcast comments because I know. I mean, I'm guilty of it too. They'll say, "Oh, you like this? Like this in the thing?" You know, comment and always hit no. So, but yeah, <laughs> gotta get that uh, engagement. Yeah, but um, yeah, I appreciate you. Um, I think we're gonna have something cool really, really, really soon. So, if you know what I'm talking about, D. So, um, yeah. Yeah, this yeah, is. Yeah, look out for that. Yes. Um, this is Ace. This is Dean.